I would take Brittany Murphy over Melissa Joan Hart. Not yes. saying that I wish Melissa Joan Hart was dead. What I'm saying is that <laughs> yeah, I wish I Brittany it. Murphy was still saying. here. Yeah. I wish everybody was still here. I wish Brittany Murphy was still here. Shock G. Shock G. Yeah. yeah. Old news by the time this podcast comes out. Strange, I think on our previous episode. We've been talking maybe about the one before Shock that, G recently. We, we briefly mentioned mm-hmm. Digital Underground. I, hopefully we didn't jinx him or, that's or that's doom him we somehow. Have. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Let's start the podcast. Guys, all right. Okay? All right. Yeah, we'll start it. Hello, welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net, and you can find a link in the show notes. So we've known each other all of our lives. Uh, once, while attending a ball at the Royal Palace... If I recall correctly, the king had ordered all unwed maidens in the land to attend. That's right. So we, being unwed maidens at the time, followed orders and attended. When we were formally introduced to the prince, he recited to us a ranked list of everything. Which we memorized, of course. But then our bothersome little stepsister showed up. An upheavaling appearance. And ran off with the prince. A depressing departure. So we said, fuck it, and guzzled champagne until we forgot the list. We can now only access the list little bits at a time through a scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how, with the help of our friends and listeners like you, we reassemble the list of every damn thing. Which is now at 140 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and Transphobia at the bottom. Tulsa Time, not the actual time zone, but the song about Tulsa Time, and Sriracha, the sauce, are in the middle of the list. If you want to look at the complete list, you can find it at everydamthing.net, which is our website. You can also find the show notes there. Uh, And today we're joined by Jason M. and Christina M. They're not related. A.K.A. Shirley. (gasps) Hey, Shirley, <laughs> the secret's out. Oh, hey. And uh, we're here to talk about three items. Uh, these are all submitted by Jamie M. Everybody's got the last initial M these days, including yeah. me. It's, a, it's mysterious. Phil. That's what the M is yeah. for, mystery. Yeah. The first of the three items we're going to rank is Cinderella. It's a princess. Ooh. Is this the first princess yeah. we've talked about? It depends whether or not you count Jessica Rabbit as a princess. Princess of Toontown. Yeah. Dolly Parton. Well, yeah, Dolly Parton. So Cinderella, not a real life person. Fictional character. And we're not specifically talking about strictly the Disney princess. Well, it's, you know, it's an old story. And I, I believe it's like a, a Brothers Grimm story. The Brothers Grimm had told it, but it goes... There's been a lot of variations. Yeah, they in this went and collected story. it. They like there's similar stories going back into ancient times. Like there's the ancient story of a Greek slave girl who married the king of Egypt. That's usually considered the earliest known variant of this story. The version that we mostly know in the English speaking world today was first published by Charles Perrault or Perrault in 1697, a French guy. Yeah. Uh, and then the brothers Grimm published another version in 18. 18- 12. The basic gist of the story, though, if you, to sum it up, she's a girl. Now, this is something that I didn't really realize about Cinderella. I feel kind of dumb about it. Her name is not Cinderella. That's an insulting name that her stepsisters give her because they make her sweep up the ashes. They call her Cinderella. Yeah. I didn't I understand that. that. My wife had to explain that to me. What's her real name? Must, Isn't it Ella? Yeah. They, she oh. has to deal with the cinders because she I like sweeping br- out the ashes is the worst job. No one wants to do it. I thought her real name was Brandy. Brandy played a Cinderella, right? <laughs> Last night I decided I was going to watch a Cinderella movie. And we decided to try out the 1997 ABC TV movie, Cinderella, uh, starring Brandy and Whitney Houston. And the first song was so boring that I said, fuck it. And we just watched the 1950 Disney animated one. Have you, are you familiar with the one where it's Drew Barrymore and it's like there's no magic in it? Yes. Ever after. Ever after. That. after. Yeah. Because that one, it seems like a strange way to take the story. They're like, you know what makes this story really good? We want to make it more realistic. That's what people really respond to when it comes to a, a fairy tale. They want something like no fairies or magic or anything like that. <laughs> I love me some Drew Barrymore and kind of off topic. She has a whole line of kitchen goods. 
I Let me tell you, fryer. the air fryer. It is uh, amazing. Does she talk when you uh, press the buttons? So in it's my like, head, yes. I hear, wow, this is going to taste so good. You are so lucky that you have this air fryer. It's going to be the most <laughs> delicious I, dish you've ever had. I, I, I made an about face. We got an air fryer at my house, and I wish I had the toaster back. Today, I had raw toast because like, I couldn't figure out how to work the air fryer, and I think it's broken. And I was thinking back to how much I like the toaster and how like I miss it. We gave it away. It was all alone, waiting outside the Goodwill for someone to pick it up. Is there a strict only one appliance in the green household policy? There's not a lot of room. Counter space is limited. Phil, you said raw toast. Is that just bread? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, so the basic gist of the story is, she is a poor girl her mother has died and so her father remarries so she's raised by a wicked stepmother but she has a fairy godmother yes she has these evil stepsisters and the evil stepsisters are not as pretty as her and they want to get married to the prince the prince has a ball to choose his bride and they all have to go right uh, and then she falls in love with the prince or she gets a magic dress and she gets all these things but it wears off at midnight and then the prince yeah. has her shoe which she, she enchants the prince of course and he goes and looks for her and the, the slipper doesn't fit on their nasty feet, like the, the, the stepsisters. Sisters, yeah. the, my favorite part of the story, I think it must be from the Disney story where I'm remembering it. One of her sisters is trying to cram her foot yeah. into the thing. And she's like, it'll fit, I swear. Yeah. And it's like, she's straining credulity. That's what I was going to get into was the foot fetish aspect of Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks for bringing the kink. It, yeah, yeah, it's the problem. Yeah. Now, I'm not one to kink shame or body shame. The, the Absolutely the not. I feel like that's a lot of it is like, of course she's the best because she's prettier than the stepsisters. Like it's apparent that she's better than they are and more suitable yeah. because I, I feel like that one's due for a rewrite. Yeah, there have been rewrites. Even the Brandy one, like I only saw the first five minutes, but that one she meets a love interest at the beginning who maybe he turns out to be the prince, but like she's not searching for a prince, whereas... Oh. Uh, she's an independent lady that STEM doesn't career. Yeah, she just prince. accidentally finds a prince. She's yeah. doing yeah. STEM career stuff. The way it should be. Exactly. There are versions historically that where the, it's not an evil stepmother, like it's just the evil stepsisters or evil sisters or there's evil father the basics is that she's it's always trapped easy. it's somebody who is unrecognized and who's toiling who unexpectedly achieves recognition after like a life of but obscurity. like she's young though she, yeah it's true. so it's, it's not like she's point. accomplished her thing is that she's pretty her thing is that the prince sees how pretty she is. Allegedly. Well, At least after the, the fairy godmother gets a hold of her. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not like she cured cancer or she's like... That we know No, of. she's... And the one that I watched, the 1950 Disney cartoon, which is the character that like most yeah. people know the best, she's the second most boring character in the whole movie. Who's the most boring? The prince. The prince like doesn't talk at all. Cinderella, like her only characteristics are... She's compliant, except at the very end when she breaks out of the room where she's been locked to like try this slipper on. But even then she's like defying the stepmother, but like following the orders of the higher authority being, which is the king who's ordered every woman to try the shoe on. Her second quality, she's friends, friends with animals. And her third quality is she has small feet. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> Wait, does she have the smallest and most delicate feet? And they smell like peaches. Yes. And I bet they mention it in the story. I bet that guy who wrote that, that French guy, I bet he goes into great detail about like how delicate her feet are. You know, I never, I didn't really think about it because I know that like, uh, and Christina, maybe you can attest to this. Like if you're a woman and trying to just go about your daily life online, men will like, ask you for feet pics. <laughs> Everybody there is trying to like tell you to post feet. It's messed up, you know? It is messed up. Shots fired, <laughs> Phil. Just out me like that. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. I'm just saying, it's like, more butt Jason, play Jason, than Jason, feet put your feet play, down. But, yeah. We don't need to see him, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of forget, you know. I'll, I'll be watching a Quentin Tarantino movie, and I'll think like, oh, it's just a regular movie where people are saying slurs to each other. 
and I forget that for people who are like where feet are their main thing, like they circle the date when that movie comes out because they're going to see Uma Thurman's <laughs> feet. I know. I wish I had a kink. What's your earliest memory of the movie Cinderella? You know, I wrote Disney off at a very young age. Bambi was one thing. I was like, oh, that was terrible. But like Fox and a Hound traumatized me. And so I kind of just stopped watching them. I think I've maybe seen Cinderella maybe one time because there was always a parent dying. Something sad always happened. And right. as a kid, I just couldn't deal. You've heard people describe the, like saying something is a real Cinderella story. They happen in sports a lot. They say things are real right. Cinderella stories. Right. But like, it happens in uh, Caddyshack. Or like uh, when you watch the, the basketball tournament, they're always saying like, it's almost midnight for University of Oregon. They're the Cinderella story, but it, the, the ball's almost over. Or does the glass slipper fit? They're always trying to use these Cinderella metaphors. Right. That's where I hear it more than anywhere else is like, in the context of college basketball. Going from nothing to something. What about a real life princess? Like Grace of Monaco? The woman who married the prince just a couple years ago. Oh, Meghan Markle. Meghan I mean, Markle. that's a bit of a Cinderella story. Although like, it's not like she rose from like total obscurity. Like she was like a, a TV I never star. saw Suits, oh, but I How about Princess Di? What was she? She is kind of a Cinderella story because she did come yeah. from not a royal house. I've heard that both have very delicate feet. Yeah, and she also yeah. has a beanie baby that's super valuable in her honor. So is that the most valuable Beanie Baby still? Because I know Beanie Babies it have generally collapsed in value. You have it, Jason? Do I have it? You know, I'm, I don't want to put that out in the world. Because for your safety? For my safety and actually all of our safety. I'm not. But if you had it, I'm, you wouldn't handle it all the time. He's got gloves. That's what okay. all the white gloves in his house are for. It's one of those like holding houses that are like at a port that's technically not like in any jurisdiction. <laughs> Oh, so you can just have all your Beanie Babies there and not pay taxes, and you don't You're, have to worry about, like, yeah, this is all public now. Thanks, Thanks, Phil. Nobody knows exactly which warehouse it's in. Okay, I'm just going to say, I think social mobility is good. I like the idea that somebody yeah. could be born in one cast or in one group and then could go into the higher one. I don't like that there are these casts. I don't like that there is a prince. I don't want there to be a monarchy. To yeah, me, I don't like the story because they're saying that, like, look, for certain exceptional people, if they're pretty enough and they have the most delicate feet, and if they catch the right person's eye at the right time, and they use some magic, yeah. then yeah, they can do whatever they want. And I'm like, well, I guess that's cool. It's not really, not a great story for kids. Not especially a good for image girls, for little girls to be growing up to of this princess culture. No, and this yeah. specific one is the um, archetypal princess story that's not good for girls, I think. Mm -hmm. I it's mean, good we even, have Christina here, so it's not just a little yeah, sausage party. Three dudes talking yeah. about princess culture. Even before she, <laughs> yeah. she becomes a princess, like all she wants is, she, she doesn't really pine after being a princess. No. What does she want? Away from her stepsisters, right? I guess, but still, like, she, like, doesn't do anything. Like, she's just so passive yeah. in everything in the house. She's just like, accepted her condition. It's like she has Stockholm Syndrome. It's true, yeah. You know, I read this um, book, and it was really good. And it's by Philip Pullman, and it's called I Was a Rat. And it's really cool because it's, like, about this boy that shows up, and he doesn't have any memory of what's going on or, like, how he got to be where he is. And this couple takes him in, and they try to learn about him. And what's gone on is... Essentially, he was a boy who was a rat at one point in time because of like a Cinderella spell that was cast. He turned into like a page boy for her. Oh, yeah. There's characters in this movie. I think they're mice, but yeah, they yeah, temporarily so get turned into story, like horses or like. But he yeah, doesn't get turned back. He basically stays as wow. a boy. And, and so he's like, yeah, I used to be a rat. That's all I know. I, I don't really know anything more than That's that. That's fun. And, That's a neat story. And he goes and he talks to the girl who made the wish. And she's like, yeah, I'm not happy with my life being a princess. Like there are things I never realized about being a princess about my life 
that I'm not happy about, but like now I can't unwish it. That's like not how uh-huh. the way the magic works. So you're stuck being a boy instead of a rat, like living in a sewer and eating cheese. And I'm stuck being this princess now. And it's just a really cool book. It was like just a really good idea and executed. So I, I do want to go back and say that she, she does have a dream in which she implies that she wants a better life. Um, midway through the movie, she doesn't get to make it to the ball. This fairy godmother shows up out of fucking nowhere, like with no, no previous reference to fairy godmothers, like the, even the concept of fairy godmothers, no like had, foreshadowing at all. She just like, she was born. It must've been a friend of her mom's or something. The woman appears and uh, Cinderella is like, Oh, you must be my fairy godmother. And she's like, yep, that's me. Uh, here's a song where I give you a dress or whatever. And then, the fairy godmother disappears after the song's over and doesn't come back for the entire movie and no references to her. Like, it's, oh, you mean it's just she doesn't weirdest... come back and smile at the end? And Nothing at the beginning. Like, I wish I had a fairy godmother or like godmothers exist or fairies exist really or anything harsh. like that. It is, imagine you're a stepmother and then on all media, stepmothers are not really portrayed very well. You marry some dude and then like his daughter is like, I don't know, she's 11, 12 years old and in her whole life, she, how many evil stepmothers has she been exposed to in that life already, you know? So she's already primed to not like you. That'd be pretty tough. I imagine. Yeah. Same I had with one stepfathers to a large degree. Yeah. What's I that? like my stepmother. She's great. Yeah. You know? They exist. She didn't make me like <laughs> wash out the ash bin or whatever, you know? I don't <laughs> exactly. really. Did she make you try on her shoes? No. <laughs> No, I haven't spoken to her in a while. I mean, the shoe in that movie is so small, like comically tiny. It'll fit in the hand of some of the male characters. From whoever wrote it, I'm telling you, from his heel to toe, that's some fetish shit. Yeah, glass. Also, there's some conspiracies out there about Cinderella. Allegedly, she's Alice from Alice in Wonderland's grandmother. What? Wait, is that like an Alan Moore thing? I don't buy it. I don't know. It just sounds like everyone's on acid. I don't know. I'd have to look more into it. The timeline, I'm not sure, works out. And then Alice is (laughs) in England. And Cinderella is definitely somewhere in like Germany. I always thought of her as being in France because that's where she was in. I think if it's France, it's like Alsace or somewhere like that. Point taken. You don't really want sheeple to wake up. You want a bunch of awake sheeple? (laughs) (laughs) That's horrifying. You know what I mean? Like the bleeding everywhere. You don't want that. What? what? Why bleeding. Sheeple... Oh, because because they got no, they bleed. Wait, are... Like no. Oh, bleed. bleed. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said bleed. I thought it was like they had been shorn. Are sheeple half? Yeah, they're, half they're hybrid. Do they get shorn? Can you wear their wool? Sheeple wool. Yeah, man. I yeah, make the ethical choice not to wear sheeple. Clothing. Wear it over your eyes, like they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you guys want to rank the thing? Yeah, uh, Cinderella. She's going low. Yeah, she's low for me. Well, how low? Let's look at. We have another princess on here who is Jenny the princess McCarthy? of Toontown. Uh, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit at number sixty-two. Jessica she's, Rabbit she's gonna... can sing and dance, and Y'all are uh, comes way too up with high. a plan to save her husband. Yeah. Yeah. She brings a lot more totally. to the table. So yeah. Christina mentioned. Uh, Jenny McCarthy, who's all the way down at 133. Well, she has a negative. So does Cinderella. She comes from humble beginnings. <laughs> like um, Cinderella, yeah. she comes from humble beginnings and she elevates her station in life because if she's pretty. But yeah, not we by don't doing know, the like, hard work, it just landed in her lap. Well, like Cinderella, but unlike Cinderella. Oh, Jenny McCarthy. Bit, I, mean, I thought you were talking about Cinderella. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but Jenny Both, McCarthy yeah. is like. Jenny McCarthy landed in Santa Claus's lap. Yeah, but so. she is making. Donnie yeah. Wahlberg. Cinderella is yeah. not actively making the world worse by talking about vaccines and not whatnot. yet though i mean who knows oh, like, oh you don't know that's her that's yeah. her rest of her story if she gets a platform like jay mccarthy did she might yeah, i don't know go around saying what that, would her platform be cinderella uh, it would be like she have to kill all cats or i something. think well, that actually, cinderella cats too. the princess gives uh, young so. girls a false okay. image of what's expected of a woman and this is what you strive to especially yep. with the disney movie i'm gonna yeah. speak for the boys because no one else is i'm being brave but the boys also <laughs> it gives 
a bad because a bad impression to boys because, about yeah. like what girls yeah. what, want, what girls want, or what girls think, or you know, like because she's not she's such a thin character, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I yeah, say, with her like, tiny in, shoes. In, and, oh, in yeah. the Disney cartoon, along these lines, also like in the castle, like there's not a single woman depicted in the royal family or in the castle at all. It's all just men. Yeah, all men. It's like the king and his like grand duke or whatever. That's some bullshit. And then the prince. And okay, well then that's it. What about if you compare this person to? I would say Barry Bonds, but Barry, Barry Bonds, Bonds is, is a real life person who who does give some bad examples, and he's also from a royal family in a sense because his father is Bobby Bonds, also a professional baseball uh, player. Yeah, and then he got some magic that gave him. I mean, yeah. not that he didn't have skills in the first place, but he got some magic that really... Uh... I think Barry Bonds goes above Cinderella, though. Barry Bonds is at 107. Because okay, Barry I mean... Bonds, even before he was taking any of the stuff, he was hitting home runs and he was winning MVP awards and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, there's some good But Cinderella was... I mean, she was cleaning out the... Uh... Did we ever come to consensus about Jenny McCarthy above or below Jenny McCarthy? Like, I, I think she want to above Jenny McCarthy. Above Jenny okay, McCarthy. Okay, I'll she agree hasn't had... with... Uh... Yeah. Above Jenny. I also want to remind us that Brandy did exactly. play Cinderella, and that was a positive. And Drew Barrymore, it was positive for Cinderella, but like, I mean, I guess a bit of a positive for Brandy because it gave her Brandy. A, a, a Brandy movie, did really like... well. I actually watched it last night, the entire thing. Oh, did you? You made it through that after that first song? How did what happened? Did the guy end up being? What do you a think? She puts a shoe on at the end. I mean, you've seen me watch movies before. Oh, so you played South Park the whole time? You were time? playing Brick Rucker on your phone? <laughs> it was still on, and I watched it. By the way, this movie is, uh, like, I don't know why Bridgerton's getting so much credit for being groundbreaking, because this movie had a total did, diverse yeah. uh, cast. Was it truly diverse, uh, or was it monochromatic in that sense? It was truly diverse. <laughs> Just checking. Yeah. So we decided above Jenny McCarthy at 133, but I somewhere below, below Barry Steve Bonds Job. at 107. I, no, above Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs also is somebody yeah. who is from pretty humble origins. Uh, yeah. and did all kinds of things but he made my laptop and the down key on my laptop is broken so yeah i feel like that pushes him below cinderella see so right i just above... saw 109 toe shoes oh. i feel like well it's thematic below man bun above toe shoes that works for me yeah above toe shoes so below barry the... bonds because Barry Bonds can't put, used hard work to get where he is. Can't, some, exactly. I, can't it. I mean, man buns and toe shoes are terrible. Well, here's the thing. So we've got Oreos down at 113. Is she better than Oreos? No. And also at 115, we have Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And it has problems, mainly uh, homophobic mm-hmm. remarks in it. But... Mm-hmm. Also, the jokes don't really land. Jason, it's like, what's, what's your call on that? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure versus the character of Cinderella. I Man, look at I this. I think... Right above toe shoes, below man buns are good. Okay, I can't argue yeah. with that. Um, so Cinderella, the princess, the character goes in at number 109, moving toe shoes, the clothing to number 110. Uh, and let's take a quick break and we'll come back and rank the next thing. Sweet. Hey, Jake, let me talk to you off podcast for a minute. What is it, Phil? I just received a missive from our far-flung network of super scientists and soothsayers that there may be a flaw in the list of everything. A glitch in the matrix? Yeah, something out of place. I'm not sure if the flaw was caused by tampering from time trapsters. We got chrono-crimed? Or maybe an incursion from the Wailing Abyss. You talking about the Infernal Paradise? None other. Perhaps someone remotely edited the text of our sacred spellbook. They hexed into the mage frame? That's what I said, so we need to call upon our loyal listeners to help find and fix the flaw in our list before it spreads outward threatening the very pillars of the cosmos. Damn, dude. Listeners, please help us find which item was misranked by nominating the item that you think is too high or too low on the list. You can find the current list of everything at everydamthing.net. We'll re-rank an item in a special episode. Email list at everydamthing.net or look for the nomination post on social media. We'll put links in the show notes of this episode. Hurry, the nomination window won't be open for long. Hit pause and do it now before you forget. We're counting on you. Phil, do you want to bring us back in? Oh, yeah, I'll bring us back in. 
the next one is no 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 you got to say we're back oh we're back we come back uh we're going to rank the next topic and the next topic is also from jamie m and it's also Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella, the band. Much more excited about this one. It's an American glam metal band. They were formed in the early 80s in uh, the Philly suburbs, Clifton Heights, which is pretty much Philly, which is uh, interesting because it's this Philly is, adjacent. we recently did a podcast yeah. where we talked quite a bit about bands from that area. And we also uh, talked about uh, Philly, Bon Jovi and we talked about, yeah. Yep. Um, so yes, yeah, Bon Jovi saw these guys perform at a rock club somewhere back east, and he's the one who introduced them to um, his A&R guy and got them signed to a major label. They're, so they're just making his payday. Their first album was Night Songs, released in 1986, reached number three in the Billboard charts. Uh, their second album was Long Cold Winter, released a couple years later, 1988. What's their power ballad? Don't Know What You Got Till It's mm. Gone is ah. the main one that you would know. Nobody's Fool yeah. was a good one. Yeah, and Nobody's Fool was their other ballad. But I think Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone is probably their it was biggest bigger. song overall, yeah. right? Yeah, I would say. It's the one everybody would know. Yeah, so they had two albums in the in the late 80s. They had more albums after that. Maybe not too many, though. They're, they had an on-again, off-again career. They're currently not a band. I, it looks like in 1991, the lead singer lost his voice for a while. You know, he had to have um, surgery, which... I don't think he recovered from it, did he? <laughs> Whoa, Probably, I mean, they, did, fired they did more again. albums after that. <laughs> they did tours after that. But, like, that is honestly, like, a pretty hard thing to recover from. I'm not surprised he lost his voice. His fucking singing style was crazy. Yeah. It was like Brian Johnson of ACDC. Like, he was just, Shreddy. like, growling and raspy the whole I, time. What's the name of their singer? Tom Keefe. And Tom Kiefer says they have no plans to reform as a band, so they don't exist as a band uh, anymore. Oh, that's uh, IP. They, we got to snap up that IP. We got to hire some dudes. Oh, yeah, good point. And, and make them sing those songs or have holograms. This is how we're getting rich. We're buying up. <laughs> not. I don't want the rights to the recording. I just want to buy up like the rights hologram? to be able to perform as you know a hologram or a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic thing. You uh, know what I mean? And it's Cinderella. Although the th- problem is the songs don't really resonate. Like, how often do you hear? Don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, um, not that frequently, but when you do, you get pumped. It's a weekly thing in this household. I will tell you that growing up, I spent a lot of time in the Eastern Sierras, and there's a ghost town called Bodie. And mm-hmm. uh, my oldest sister would always have to reenact the part where he's ripping and shredding on the porch of one of the houses in Bodie. Yeah, we couldn't go to Bodie without Jennifer reenacting that Pivot moment from, from the, the Cinderella video? don't know what you got till it's gone so they shot the video most of the videos actually at mono lake is the like singer mono. like is he real dreamy no no no, no, no. especially no. no in fact he might be one of the ugliest uh, lead singers in glam metal yeah it's funny because right. I feel like you need to have like a hunky frontman. D. Snyder might take <laughs> yeah, the cake uh, the guy from Rat. Oh, that's a good call, too. Yeah, well, I mean, does the guy from Quiet Riot count? Yeah. Yeah, He's not counts. especially attractive, either. I don't think much of Cinderella, but if you ask me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, he looks like the dude from, uh, uh, not John Bon Jovi, but the other handsome guy. Vince Neil? <laughs> yeah, he looks like no. Vince Neil. Blizzard girlfriend. Poison, Brett Michaels. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of Brett Michaels. It's like, when you think of a, of a front no. man, then you think, oh, a guy like Brett Michaels. He's like, if you wanted oh. to team up Brett Michaels with a guy that kind of looked the opposite of him. He looks more like Slash than Brett Michaels, but not as yeah. good looking or as buff as Slash. But, I mean, he's not terrible looking. Like, mm. I, I watch your videos today, and compared to John Bon Jovi, you know, especially in the 80s, nobody's that great looking. When those a guys especially saw John Bon Jovi with a label, their eyes lit up like dollar signs. Especially since he could write some. Yeah. Bon Jovi appears in another one of their music videos. Uh, is it like when Michael Bivens is in the Motown Philly video where he's like on the toilet and he's looking at the headline and it says John Bon Jovi makes more money? <laughs> it is kind of like that. It's at the end of the video. It's after the song's already over. Like premise of the video is the recording in a studio. Uh, it's for Somebody Save Me, which is on the first album. That's a album. wild premise. And then at the end of it, they're leaving the, the 
studio and these girls run up to them. They're like, oh my God, it's them. And they're like, oh yeah, these ladies are running up to us. And then they run past them and jump on Jovi. And, uh, oh, that's right. I remember that now. The worst premises for me for music videos are people are recording in a studio is number one. And then number two is there's a concert. Like yeah. the premise is just there's a concert. I like it when it's a post-apocalyptic scenario. They're the last remaining people on earth. Uh, the power of the guitar blasts the king of the mutants to death. And then he frees all the slaves or, you know, something like that. Do you have a video I'm... in mind that you're thinking of? I remember that... one in particular. I've searched for it, but I don't know what it was. It was like a, a video I saw late at night. What about November Rain? And... Oh. No, November Rain is about a wedding, man. And the yeah, guy it's a wedding a though, but isn't there scenes in it where he's in a studio? They, they jump around. There's a wedding. There's a... I don't pay attention to that stuff. That's not the part I'm focused on. Uh, to me... Cinderella makes no impression on me. You Ugh. had to tell me what the, like, I, I lived through that era. You, you would think that I would be like aware. I was like, that's shake not. Shake Me makes you feel nothing. Yeah. What? I, yeah. I listened to all their hits pulse. again today. Uh, shake Me is a good song. Like it's, it's, yeah, it is. It is. That's it's derivative. Song, like yeah. it sounds a lot like Molly Crew or ACDC, but it's still a great song. Like it's, it, in fact, like Cinderella, I think is really underrated, especially their first couple of albums. Maybe when they're the going to the get their due. Like, Lucky did, today where they're being yeah. assessed and they're going to yeah. get their due today. They were popular at the time. I just don't think yeah, that a lot they're of like, things are popular at the time. <laughs> But do they hold up? I think they hold up more than some of their contemporaries do. Not all of their songs, but some of their songs. And I think they... I think the first deserve... two records can hang in yeah. there. Because yeah. I was listening to some Cinderella today to get me in the mood. Yeah. And there's some really bad stuff on those later records. Okay? Oh, it gets all and, kind yeah. of bluesy. and yeah. well, Even their second record does get a little bit bluesy. But the songs are good. Like Gypsy Road, I watched that today. And that's like way more bluesy. Kind of sounds like oh, a Black yeah. Crow song. But I do I like love it. that song. That's on their second album. I feel like I, I'm dealing with Cinderella heads here. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, you kind of are, I you, think. <laughs> <laughs> you, you may be. i got to play devil's advocate now. It occurred to me that I've never heard Tom Kiefer outside of singing for Cinderella or his solo stuff. And so mm -hmm. I listened yes. to a yeah. podcast oh, wow. to hear what he sounded like. And after I got through all the jibba jabba it was awful was he talking about like who should be president and who like isn't really president like, was he talking about what the chemtrails are well, doing well it was it was an interview like a mundane interview about so what was okay. you know this album inspiration blow how is it like you know yeah, playing yeah. for small crowds which i thought was kind of a, a jab um but it was more of like i had wondered if that's what he sounded like in his day-to-day -day. so like after sex he's like yeah baby that was nice yeah. So I, I didn't know. Like and I thought maybe that's what he sounded like. Is it, or is it like a Gilbert Gottfried situation where he has a different yeah, voice that he it uses? It totally is. I've got to cool hear too. this regular Gilbert Gottfried. Voice. I know about it from Howard Stern. It's something Howard Stern would talk about a lot. He would try to get him to use that other voice on the air, and he would be like, "No, no, I don't want to do it." It's like my image. I got to maintain it. It's going to freak people out. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to do that. It, it would like... It ruins the mystique. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. The Shake Me video, it has a storyline that's based on the Cinderella fairy tale. Oh. Um, like there's evil stepsisters and, that are nose. like yeah. messing with Cinderella because she can't go to the Cinderella concert. And the magic element in it is that she's got a Cinderella band poster on her wall that comes to life and transports her to the concert and puts her in. So they're uh, in the role of the fairy godmother. Sc scandalous clothes. Kind of, yeah. What but are then the scandalous they, clothes like? If the fairy godmother like uh, ends up having sex You know, sex like a bustier. Is her hair teased um, up a bit, I would imagine? Oh, yeah. The next video that came out of there is for Nobody's Fool. Um, it continues the storyline and Cinderella is there as well. Did she ride around on the on the roof of a car or anything like that? Nothing that exciting. There's a Cool in the Gang video called Fresh, yeah. I, I believe. And I believe the video for the song Fresh is a Cinderella storyline as well. A Cinderella theme is pretty common. People like it. People respond to it. Do you think it's weird that they came up with the name Cinderella? Like, does that seem weird that a band in the 80s, I guess they're glam and, they, and there is a sort of like the... I can tell you from listening to interviews with Tom Kiefer, the name okay. came from a movie 
Cinderella? Oh, 1950? No, not the Disney film, but a 1977 okay. erotic fairy tale. Wait, oh. okay. Is the now erotic this is fairy all tale based together. also on the story of Cinderella? You know what? <laughs> I remember that a friend of mine had either Cinemax or Showtime, one of those ones when I was a kid. Cinemax. And, and I watched at his house it was like a version of Cinderella that was, I mean, it was like an X-rated situation. Softcore kind of? A softcore. No penetration. A, yeah. Erotic thriller. Like a, like a Cinemax movie, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cinemax. But it was old. And I remember thinking, this is right. really old. Like, you know. It sounds like it's probably the same movie. I, But like, I didn't watch the whole thing. It was like, I we turned it on and it was like, you know, two thirds of the way through. But we recognized the myth. We were like, oh yeah, this is Cinderella. I get it. Christina, did you ever um, have you ever seen Cinderella live? No, I don't think I have. I did see Poison in, in 1987. It was one of my first mm-hmm. concerts ever. They opened for Rat, actually. It was Rat yeah. and Poison. Cinderella, I know they opened for Poison. It would have been probably a year later or That's something right. like that. That's right. That was That's early. Yeah, because Motley Crue was my first concert. Oh, nice. <laughs> see, now you know who you're talking to, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I know you're not playing around it. And like, honestly, I'm not a fan, but like, I am trying to give everyone their due, like yeah. give everyone a fair assessment. And Jason, mm-hmm. I got to say, I really respect the research that you did. You put in the legwork. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Most of it was I already there. To a couple songs. Tom Kiefer wrote Winds of Change. He wrote it? Wait, he wrote the song? He wrote a song called yes. Winds of Change that is different from the song Wind of Change by... Scorpions must have been pissed. <laughs> Speaking of like not good looking front men. Um, yeah. ACDC Seriously. too. Like, I think it's a, actually, I mean, these guys are not quite glam metal, but like, I think it's more common for them to not be good looking until Bon Jovi comes along and Brett Michaels and John Bon Jovi if you're really good looking you're not gonna go through the trouble of starting a band and learning to play guitar and writing songs well Bon Jovi did it I know, but something was wrong with him mentally. Or you know what I mean? Like there's, <laughs> yeah. He had some kind of issues where he had, like, I don't know. I assume that that's the exception rather than the rule. Maybe just, like, people looking at him and be like, you know what you should be doing? Wearing these tight clothes up on there. And he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I, not to say he's not talented or he's not a good I songwriter, mean. but... While we're on the subject of him, he is, or his band is probably the closest thing to this band on the list. Oh, uh, yeah. but the Bayern Bon Jovi is at number 43. I would be inclined to put Cinderella below... Bon Jovi. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Really? Cinderella yeah. below Bon Jovi? Cinderella's good and I really like them, but like the strength of their songs, the depth, or not the depth, but the breadth. The depth and the breadth. Yeah, of, of their songs. <laughs> and the like, length. Well, I don't know what the length. They're probably about as long, but I, I don't think they deserve to be above Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi's uh, got so, a big catalog. and A big catalog and, and, and some songs. And, and left that, a larger impression on the culture, to be fair. Yes. One other music group on the list is Belle Biv DeVoe at number 81. I put Belle Biv DeVoe above them, especially because if you if you think about like all the offshoots of Belle Biv DeVoe, they have a larger impact on the on the world. Boys to men would be the main They turn thing. boys into men. <laughs> <laughs> I'll agree with that. I don't know if they're the ones that did that, but... They did it. They, made, did. they were like, these are these were boys. And then Michael Bivens signed them and then they became men. I feel like they were always and still are in a state of transition. Like they're in the liminal place between boys and men, aren't they? Oh, dude, <laughs> Jake just won. The, he, he won for today because in the race to say liminal space, he got to say it. And so uh, you win. Um, I, was, I was hoping I could find a way to get there and you got there. Phil, I, I agree with you that uh, Cinderella should go below Belle Bluetooth. I agree with that as well. Okay. As we go further down, there are more entertainers. There's an example uh, Ice Cube who has made movies, and not movies, I, most of which I don't really like very much, but some are pretty good. Like, I like Friday. Friday's good. Yeah, I'll give you that. To me, the works of Ice Cube overall are greater than the works of Cinderella. But uh, he's just said, he said some stuff more recently you disagree with. As a person, with. yeah. No, well, thank you. The, he said some stuff, even, even the stuff he said recently was kind of like, he just, he didn't not endorse Trump, which... 
you know, he didn't endorse him, but he did not endorse him. Yeah, uh, I just think it's a tough litmus test to say, like, we don't know the politics of a lot of people, but they shut, keep their mouths shut. So we assume that we agree with them. The main thing that put Ice Cube as low as he currently is at 87 is that he recorded some pretty vile songs lyric-wise in the like late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Really misogynistic songs that he hasn't, I don't think he's ever like disowned those those songs or like disowned the kind of statements that he said about women. Um, he says things like, yeah, I mean, I call a ho a ho. Like, he said a bunch of stuff at 19, but then uh, for the next 20 years, didn't, when he had any chance in the world to say, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said this stuff or that stuff. Uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Otherwise, there's, that there's guy most, would be much higher on the list. Yeah. I understand what you're yeah. saying. So, I was going to say between 91 and 92, zipper jeans, because I'm thinking leather pants. <laughs> that works for me. But underneath lightning rounds. I think they're better than the word moist, though. Ooh, oh, I love that word. Um, moist is an underrated word. People, <laughs> not to say it's great, but it's not so bad. It's kind of fun. I mean, yeah. it invokes a lot of emotion, so you got to give it that. Yeah. What are like, those emotions? Um, I would oh, like to put them above moist as well. So moist is 89. Right above moist at 88 is wind chimes. Wind chimes would go really great uh, in the town of Bodie, mm. just like Cinderella yeah. does. Oh, like uh, around one of these houses oh. on, the, on the front porch of it while you're... Yeah, yeah out on out down there in like that high desert. I'm okay with it. I'm, that sounds good. We need unanimity. I need to hear from Jason. Yeah, great. Okay, so the band <laughs> Cinderella uh, goes in at 88, moving wind chimes to 89. And then we're going to take a break and come back and rank the last thing. So, Jake, like we said before, there's a problem in our list. There's an item that is not ranked right. It's upsetting. And we don't know what it is. We got to find out what it is. So in order to do that, we need your help. Listener, we need you to uh, go look at everydamthing.net at the list of everything. Find one item that's ranked too high or too low on that list. And you can let us know what it is. How do they do that? So they can email us at list at everydamthing.net or they can find our Instagram or Twitter, which you can find in the show notes. And find the nomination post, which will be pinned up at the top. Yep. And then we will re-rank one item from that nominations list in an upcoming episode. Sound good? That sounds good to me, Jake. Back to the episode. Okay, we're back. And we're um, going to rank the last thing. Also submitted by Jamie M. Uh, this rhymes with the two other things that we ranked previously. And uh, this is Spinderella. Yeah. Uh, she's a DJ. She was a member of the group Salt and Peppa. I don't know if she's a member. She's or a, like a not side. anymore. She was a member. They kicked her An out. Employee. Yeah, not anymore, apparently. Wait, so, um, so Salt and Peppa are going concern now? Like as I, f- of- I think they are. Uh, yeah, in fact, um, they appeared together. Oh, spoiler alert! Together uh, uh, in Coming to America, the sequel. So um, I don't know. I, if I mean, obviously nobody's like doing shows now. It's they, funny she had the might. name Spinderella, which is a good name for a, a DJ. A, a it's a great DJ. name, yeah. But yes. you would, I, I would felt like if she was, if she had like a name that was more like um, uh, on theme with Salt and Pepper, right? Like, yeah. like I don't know, like uh, a silverware or something, or you know, like or something <laughs> else that would be on a yeah, table yeah. or butter, butter right. or something. Yeah, like yeah. it seems like. That's what you would want if you want if they're going to be on theme like oregano. That. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. the name Spinderella <laughs> though was. I, I don't think you could walk away from Spinderella. Like that's a better name than Salt and Pepe. Like they were either going to have to change their names. Oh, so they should have been like like to, not uh, sure. Uh, like uh, they could have been Beauty. Gus Gus and mm-hmm. yeah. So that name was given um, to her. I forget the name of the the dude that Herbie Lovebug Azer. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. he was the producer. Another then, fun yeah. fact is Wendy Williams was going for that gig as the dj no way who's wendy williams Amazing. wendy williams is like a who is uh, wendy williams oh she has a tv show now right she, yeah how you doing okay. <laughs> so who she does it? not also wendy williams doesn't fart and she does not fart on air she'll have you know 
So okay. therefore she can't queef. Okay, I got a question about <laughs> Spinderella. So hey, you guys, this is that kind of show. A lot of times you have a DJ and the DJ. I can't believe it took us this long to get to I, the word queef. When, when we were talking about moist, I held my tongue on queef gleek. <laughs> Sorry, what was I thought it was too raw for the wow. pump. Too raw for the pump. So here's the thing, man. When you're talking about salt and pepper, so she's this DJ for salt and pepper, right? So when you're talking about salt and pepper, of course, you can't help but think about push it. I know. You might right. think of other the other things, but the, the the song you think about is "Push It" in your mind. Yeah. Did she produce the song "Push It"? She has writing credits and producing credits on zero of their songs. Really? Uh, I think most of their biggest songs were produced by this guy Herbie Lovebug Azer, who's their producer and manager. So he's sort the of, guy. I think he sort of put the band together. Isn't he, he made a that baby hook daddy and, to one of them too? Uh, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know that. We can we'll put it in the show notes whether or not he did. To me, it's like who is responsible for push it like that's that's the thing i i, I want to know about it's not her you know maybe she wrote it and she lost maybe it's like she, a jack kirby she didn't. situation she's a hired gun more or less um yeah but that's the thing like, like we're gonna rank jack kirby on this list and you'll say well jack kirby doesn't have the rights to this thing or that thing and maybe uh, one of those well he still maybe... has writing credits like he doesn't have he doesn't own it but like but the, the, she's doing the, work for hire like did she did she make I this see, song? i see what you're saying yeah was she in uh, the there's, studio working there's doing no work evidence for hire and they paid her a session rate or something i don't know there's also current I'm not aware There's of that. There's current at all. litigation going on between Salt and Pepper and Spinderella, and it could be exactly what we're talking about. Like who gets writing credits, who gets right. like who actually mm-hmm. did what. Yeah. I mean it could it's be like tough who when has... the act is the name of two people. If the act was mm-hmm. called Salt and Pepper yeah. and Spinderella, I would have a different opinion. Or if she was talking. Yeah. Didn't they I have to start of, doing like... that later on? Like because she became kind of a bigger character mm-hmm. within right. the group. And I feel like they started adding her name in. You know who didn't have that have problem? The, in the early two thousands or something. The Nelsons because it got both of them in it at the same time. Or to take it back, John Bon Jovi. Or like or or it's like if you get in an argument with Eddie Van Halen. You're the you're the singer of his band, and he's like, "What's your last name? Is yeah. your last name Van yeah. Halen?" Because the band is called yeah. Van Halen, so I can't be wrong here. In. Like, if one of us is going to leave, it has to be you. And if the group is called Salt and Pepper, and you have yeah. a fairy tale name, it's very clear who's going to have to go. Well, I yeah. think that's what part of this lawsuit's about. Yeah. In fairness, she like joined the group after it uh, it had already been formed. She was like, they already had a DJ, in fact, who was fired. You know, this is before they put a record out, but like uh-huh. while they were performing, but they had a DJ who they had fired and she had to audition and she was hired to replace this DJ. So I think she's always been like an outsider. But have it. you ever uh, heard her like anything that she's done? Like where would I where would I hear? I haven't like she did put out a record I think under her name that didn't do very well. Uh, this it, was it seems like maybe she's ten a vi- plus I, years ago. I, I, she was. I don't know if we're going to be able to rank her because I don't know anything enough about her. We are going to be able to rank her, um, and if for some reason there's well maybe let's think about what she just did for maybe women of the genre, especially That's as true. a DJ. I mean, I mean, there were no other women. She was really any other women. If DJs there was, at that they time. weren't very well known. No, that's um, what I they, mean. Um, yeah, you're right. Like, her she's, level. she's somebody who we know her name. There's plenty of female MCs. Yes. Um, and they're, they're, I'm sure there were female DJs, but not In not at club. her level, no. And she started like she started DJing when she was 14. Like she seems to have chops. Um, she got hired with Salt and Pepper when she was 16. She is impressive in that sense. Um, yeah, like uh, she. Sort of so I would put her at least. I'm gonna. I want to put her above the the princess. Well, we're talking okay, about. but oh, of course, yeah. yeah this now, I agree this now that. goes into what I'm gonna bring up. I don't know about Salt and Peppa if they had any daughters that starred on MTV's My Super Sweet 16, but Spinderella's daughter did in 2008. Oh, so we got to put her a lot lower. We got to drop what, like maybe down by Hank Jr.? This this brings it way up. 
because that show was gold. <laughs> Jake hears reality television. He's like, so that it, means she was probably yeah, on it was the reality. Show too, it, she, she was, was on the show, and well, it was one episode. It was her daughter's super sweet sixteen. I think her name was Christy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. Okay, it's a reality then, show, but it's not a competition. Jake, no one loses except we all lose because the spoiled little brat gets what she wants. You lose the time that you spend. <laughs> <laughs> you lose the opportunity cost. You could have done something else. You could have like sauteed yeah, yeah. some carrots or something. <laughs> um, but I'm not, who am I to judge? And also, we're not ranking Spinderella's daughter. We're ranking Spinderella. Well, you got to so. take her into yeah, account. She was, if you're she was also yeah, on it. Like, of the three Cinderellas, I want to put her the highest, right? She yeah, had something totally. to do with Push okay. It. And, and I don't yeah. know what exactly she had to do with Push It, but if you have something to do with Push It, that's a song I like more than any song by Cinderella. So I want to put I think her... that she was just a performer on Push It. She, so was, she was involved. She had something to do with she it. She might not have She's even in been the in the original recording of it. She's adjacent. She's Push It adjacent. She was, like, that's she was always prominent like in all the stuff that they did. She was a huge focus it, of as it a as a performer. Like, song, but to, you ever hear a car drive past you and it's playing Push yeah. It? Like you hear push it yeah. coming from a passing I car. Always, and you say, but, but I always think might, of Spinderella. Not on that recording at all. I always think of Spinderella when I hear Salt and Pepper. I'm always like, but what about Spinderella? That's just because she has a catching name. I think her the thing she. I mean, other than like hey, her choosing a name being is, trailblazing, a, is, is like good. the name. The name. It's a it's a much better name than Cinderella. For Tina a nailed it with her yeah. point of what she did for women at the time. Like there wasn't women that's DJs that's, and that's, Spinderella. That's her biggest strongest thing. She's like she's like the. Kick that door down. Inverse of Cinderella. And then they left her out of the Lifetime movie that came out recently. Have you Wait, seen so it? Was a Papa. Lifetime movie about so? Oh, no. so she's. It just okay. came out at the end of April, and I meant to watch it last night, but I ate an edible so and watched Game of Thrones instead. So when I heard about that movie, I was wondering the same thing. I was like, Are they going to write Cinderella out of it? This is some Runaways they type did. shit. I, I yeah. thought I saw in the credits that there is someone like who plays Spinderella, but maybe it's like a. It's like the craft legacy or spoiler alert, Feruza Bulk is in it at the end, but they didn't put it in IMDb. That's what I'm hoping for. If there's an example of her not being on Lifetime, that's going to push her up a little bit more in the ranking. Uh, Fran Drescher is doing some Wait, Lifetime yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, She's upset you. about it. Yeah, she was yeah, like, I can't believe they're... Conflict. She's calling them out like on, on Instagram and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So again, that so puts does her that higher up like, on the it, list. I think it puts her higher, yeah. Okay. yeah. She's standing up for herself. She's okay. getting what's hers. The, I, I guess my problem is... But she's is distancing I, herself from Push It in doing so. I don't think she's... Not intentionally. I think she's being forced. Yeah, I guess... I don't have any concept of her as a person or as like a um i can't picture what she looks like i can't imagine what she sounds like i just know some facts about her life i anytime right. i see mm-hmm. salt and pepper with spinderella i always focused on spinderella she's captivating yeah, she commands your attention to philip's point like to me she's more or less neutral like i don't really other than liking her name a bit and the point that um christina says about her like being trailblazing oh yeah that, that's impressive i don't want to take anything away i don't think I, much of her or about her but like all the drama stuff or like the stuff about the the lawsuit i don't understand the ins and outs of that i couldn't speak to that i don't have any it, like it's gonna be tough for me well I they think fired have to her fall. and pushed her out well, why yeah. we don't know we could speculate but maybe there was a reason maybe they did it maybe she was i mean you shouldn't dwell on what you can't speak to on this <laughs> list you know? yes yeah i mean there's a lot yeah. of, i suppose i'm like now only now confronting like i actually don't know much about anything yeah, <laughs> and that like that I've made I don't know how many episodes of this with you where we're putting things in an order, and I'm realizing like I'm not qualified to talk about so, it. So, so Phil, funny. you said these you are said human beings, you, would, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, who knows what she could have done? Something bad? She could have run over somebody in her car. Uh, it would have said it on Wikipedia. Um, are you talking about I know Sarah about Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick? Everything I learned about her, I know from Wikipedia, which isn't much, but it's more than you know. So. <laughs> 
You're citing Cinderella, the band, and that being something that you think she goes above. And I'm willing to concede that. Like, her being like, I just looked at, like, the, the, the middle point of the list, which is 71. Because I don't, like, think of her... I think she should be at, like, true neutral. She's but it's a top-heavy so list. 71, 72 would be neutral. 71 is Sriracha. No, um, I don't mean directly in the middle of the list, because our list is top-heavy. Right. I mean, but too, does she it? go above Ice Cube? I think so. I think she does uh, because I... I didn't come across anything negative on any research that I did. There was... That's true. Yeah, but if you looked up me on Wikipedia, you wouldn't find anything negative either. But you still wouldn't Um, know any details about me. Are you insinuating that my only research is looking at Wikipedia? No, I'm not. (laughs) Not at all. No, you listened to the guy from Cinderella being interviewed. That's. I thought that was His name is Tom Kiefer. Yeah. Tom Kiefer, yeah. You mean like the substance, Kiefer. like the yeah. liquid? like the Tom drink? Kiefer. Uh, like, <laughs> I grew up in, uh, in a place where you'd go to someone's house and you'd say, hey, do you have any milk? And they'd say, oh, we have Kiefer. Or they say yes and they hand you some Kiefer. So you get some carrot flavored Kiefer? <laughs> um, so, okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting a sidetrack. I'm really getting like, a sidetrack. So, so like above Ice Cube at number 81, a few spots up is Belle Biv DeVoe. And they do make a similar, I mean, they're, they're both hip hop groups. Belle Biv DeVoe's, uh, you know, Belle more DeVoe's a R&B. whole group. They get played on the same radio stations. Yeah, uh, you're going to hear Push It. And then right after that, you're going to hear Doom. They are a whole group. I personally am a much bigger fan of Belle Biv DeVoe than of Salt and Pepper. Mm-hmm. Are you a much so bigger be, fan of Shakira at number 27 than you are of Spinderella? Much bigger fan of Shakira. Much, much are you talking fan. about her bombonis yeah. or her just musical in general. career just in overall? General, yeah. Everything okay. about her. The Shakira vibe. I, I don't think Spinderella um, deserves to be even close to that high yeah. on the list. Shakira is no. somebody who, like, she could be higher on the list. By the time yeah. Shakira, like, okay. If it wasn't for that Dolly Parton. Would, I don't want to jinx uh, Shakira, but, like, by the end of her life, she could make it to number one on the list. It's just the problem is we're making the yeah. list now. She's got time to She's get Dolly Parton status do. eventually. Yeah. Not like Spinderella doesn't, but uh, Shakira has much of a head start yeah. on Spinderella. So uh, so what do you guys think about when I say Belle Biv DeVoe? Who, like, do you guys have a take on that? I think it goes below Belle Biv DeVoe, and I think below Ice Cube as well. Oh, Spinderella below Ice Cube. Yeah. Despite like the her trailblazing for women and uh, and black women in music, yeah, uh, I think that puts her above Ice Cube. Same, yeah. I, I mean, I Ice Cube so- himself is like this important, pivotal uh, human being and character. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, she broke these doors down, but like, do you see? Did she step now? on any women we- breaking those doors down to get there? I don't know. Like, who am I to say? But, I mean, uh, but it's like, possible she we, has, is there but, now a but flood? But we know that Ice Cube did. Did what she do cure the sexism in the music industry so that now That'll when you see a happen. DJ, you don't assume that <laughs> the DJ is male? Is it her responsibility to cure it, Phil? No, Is it's it the not, woman's responsibility like, to clean up a man's mess? No, it's not. It, it might have helped. This is I a mean, Cinderella theme. Oh, yeah. So to give... <laughs> You're saying I, that she has to squash out the, wash out the ashes? Exactly. So it seems like we're <laughs> sort of stuck on Ice Cube here. Um, well, I guess we're just stuck by... It's somebody who we don't know much about her contributions. We can't just say we're stuck by not having read the Wikipedia page. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. one of us did. Bye. I'm being too argumentative. How about we put I want to know when Ice Cube started right. sponsoring you, Phil. <laughs> with his movies and with his music, overall, Ice Cube is way better musician and, and has like, contributed to popular culture. Well, he's um, gotten the chance in, in those a way ways. maybe Spinderella didn't. I don't know. Uh, way better. I like he I just... Ain't the One. The song I Ain't the One, I listened to it. Yeah. It sounds like you're talking to a 19-year-old guy. The song that's the real mark against him um, is Nothing But A Word. Uh, if you listen to that or read the lyrics to that, it's 
pretty terrible. He's got some other ones that are that are pretty bad as well, yeah, um, like sure. giving up the nappy dugout and stuff like that. So, and again, he like continues to defend them. So I think that we got to put Spinderella above him because of the positive things she's done, being a role model. I know when he when he hears this, he's going, like, "Oh, not again!" He can he can <laughs> He'll write an angry letter, right dear sir. Yeah. I Ice Cube have been listening to this for some time. You can imagine my shock and disgust <laughs> when somebody who, who I consider a peer, but someone of lesser stature than myself, was then put into this list, and uh, it ruined the rest of my day. I had trouble sleeping, and I now would like to relate to you my anger. So mailbox is done then for today. So we want to put Spinderella in at 87? That works for me. Yeah. Can you do it, Phil? Phil's. I can do it. I can do it. Okay. Okay, so Spinderella, the DJ, uh, goes in at 87, moving Ice Cube to 88. Uh, that means we have completed our task for today. Uh, we've ranked all three Ooh. items, and the list is now at 143 items. Wow. wow. Okay. If I can whistle, I would have done that. So thanks for uh, coming on, Christina and, and Jason. Thanks for having yeah, me. Thank you. I hope you come, want to come back sometime. I would thanks for um, listening to Every Damn Thing. I'm talking to the listener now, though. Um, okay. And I want to say thank you for listening to Every Damn Thing. To the listener, not to uh, Christina and Jason, although thank you for coming to the show. Um, and we hope you enjoyed it. Okay, so um, I'm still speaking to the listener now. So go to everydamthing.net for the updated list and show notes. If you have something you'd like us to add to the list of everything, you meaning the listener, uh, us meaning us, uh, or anything else to say to us at all, email us at list at everydamthing.net. And I'm speaking to the listener now too. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can suggest topics there as well. Subscribe to the show wherever you got this episode. Our theme is by Jade Puget. I'm talking to a listener, but about Jade Puget there. <laughs> if you, the listener, enjoyed the show, please rate and review it uh, and recommend it to one of a friend of the listener, please. Uh, and again, thanks, Chase and Christina, for coming on. It's, it's been fun. It's been a treat. Yes. We'll see Thank everybody you. later. Thank you.